Welcome back. Today, me and John are joined by my sister and my it's two brothers. Huh? It's, it's night time. <laughs> you said today. Well, it's still today. Okay. She's bringing the crackhead energy. <laughs> she is what she I like She said to call, that before we started recording. You said low crackhead energy, or what did you say again? I, I bring the most crackhead energy. I disagree. I feel like, like I said, I bring a lot of crackhead energy, <laughs> Listen, although... But you're high functioning. I'm not. <laughs> I think I was, I was break dancing back here when you guys were talking. This is good. This is good. Okay. okay. So... This episode, we're talking about Star Wars and our predictions for the new movie. Oh, Clones so, are better than the Resistance. I'm tired and I'm here for Raylo and Raylo only. Ew. Squidward's going to die. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! If Don't. not Squidward, then Wait, Tony dies at the end. Have you ever thought about how our voices sound the same so you can't distinguish Oh, us? you're right. Hello, my name is Camilla Hagen, representing Troop 6152. Okay, really? Wow. <laughs> and this is my uh, voice, my test audio. Um, I am not Eliza. Do not confuse us. We sound very similar. So maybe yeah, I should do like a different... Should I do an impression, like a different voice? Do an accent. <laughs> do an accent. I like the Grey world. <laughs> my name is Camilla Hagen, and I am representing Troop 6152. This makes me want to put a blade okay, in my stomach. Okay, <laughs> British bot. <laughs> Just like make your voice deep. Okay. Be like, <laughs> What's good? My name is Cammy. I'm here. What's I'm here good? so I don't get fined. I'm here so I don't do something that I regret. Being here is doing something you regret, Buckaroo. Sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. So are we gonna start with our predictions? Let's start yeah. with like what makes Star Wars Star Wars. Like, why is everyone so hyped about this? And why is everyone so divided about this last episode? The blasters. Dude. I mean, that's sort of me. Lightsabers. The sound effects. I think it's the effects and the color aesthetics of the lightsabers contrasted with the spacey stuff. I am here for the philosophical and ethical Battles between good and evil. I also like watching dudes fight with laser swords. (laughs) Because is there anything more American than watching two bros kill each other with laser swords? No. I would like to, in all all seriousness. (laughs) Oh, dang. (laughs) Settle down, girl. I do. I am invested in the depth of each character in um, the Star Wars universe. You're invested in Kylo Ren's eyes. And <laughs> his tummy. No. <laughs> that is very true, but I'm talking about a different kind of character depth. I'm talking about the line, but I was going to Tashi Stadium to pick up some power converters. Now that line shows character depth. Have any of you seen the new? It all started okay until you got there <laughs> with the line. You know. Now this is potteries. So. To go into a quick little topic about Star Wars and why 
I love Star Wars. Like you were saying, I really like the whole aesthetic. You know, the aesthetic of Star Wars. And and did you guys recently watch the documentary on Star Wars uh, on Disney Plus? They went over something in it that I thought was very interesting. And if you guys saw, they brought up a lot of these shows, these sci-fi shows from the 50s, and how it had that same aesthetic. Because in the opening of all these shows that they would have, they would have that uh, weird, like long drawn out thing, like in the year such and such on the planet of freaking Mordor. (laughs) I shouldn't have said that. People are going to get upset, but uh, you know, they'd have this little like long drawn out thing. And for, uh, gosh, darn it. I can't remember the guy's name. Spielberg, right? No, not Spielberg. Uh, freaking George Lucas. Yeah. Why the heck did I just mix that up? George Lucas would watch a lot of those as a kid. And so whenever he saw that, it's just it brought him so much joy, and he wanted to bring that back into the film industry because at that time in America, things were like super, super, super great. Everyone was happy. But if we, if you guys saw in that really cool documentary, documentary that America was in a really dark place. One of the presidents had just betrayed them. They were just getting out of the Vietnam War, which was rough. Not for music. Maybe one day I'll talk about music, guys. I love music. But um, it was a really rough time. Everybody was like super depressed and they needed something within media that just wasn't depressing because all of the movies that were really big around then were all just really depressing, dark, gloomy movies, you know? And Star Wars was a very big change. And I think because it was just such a positive story with this amazing like thing you can just get wrapped in. It was so cool to just see all this happen, you know? You could watch these characters develop, and there was just so much revolutionary things going on with it. Like, the all the star, like, all the battles that they would have in space, like, those were rough cuts of old World War II films, but they were tweaked so it looked like it was in space, like, whenever they were shooting in the Millennium Falcon. That was roughly the same like in the bombers for in world war ii movies you know oh yeah yeah that like has the, the same aesthetic the, bol- the people in the balter oh, yeah. yeah yeah that is the same aesthetic you would see in world war ii movies True. and i thought that was just extremely interesting because we took all of these good things that we loved from action movies and we went and we threw it in with this beautiful beautiful sci-fi piece that's just out of this world and it's no wonder it was going to be no one knew that it was going to be as great as it was because whenever they were releasing the first Star Wars... They are like, this better be good. No, <laughs> like, it, they were all expecting it to be a train wreck. Mm-hmm. They were expecting it to be the... Pretty sure even Mark Hamill was. Like, oh, yeah. He was like, uh, I don't know if this is going to do good. Yeah, he was like, wow, this is going to wreck my career. Harrison yeah. Ford even thought this was going to yeah. wreck his career. Oh, yeah. But now it's one of his most recognizable roles. Mm-hmm. I also want to point out that... I'm sorry. <clears throat> I also want to point out that... Oh, wow. Um... <laughs> The original, it keeps an aesthetic, I'm dropping the voice, I'm sorry. It keeps, like, that same aesthetic for, like, each generation, and it's almost like space fantasy, I feel like. Yeah. Yes, like, definitely, I would definitely consider it space fantasy. You you get to see this, like, mystic power at, for, at play as well, mm-hmm. with all the sci-fi parts of it. Exactly. And I, I really love the new... Uh, the newer Star Wars movies because it really hits home with the technological side of things but you don't lose that beautiful mystic side of things you know because I remember I was talking to my dad and my dad said he was like oh this is just going to be another space movie not space movie but he was like oh this is just going to be a big like tech movie it's going to be like lasers and and spaceships and stuff Mm -hmm. and he was like okay neat 
but he said whenever he learned about the force and whenever he heard jedi and like jedi knights he was like now hold on a second (laughs) i like where this is going yeah he was he thought that was just the coolest thing you know and i think because it combines both of those things together it divine it it brings both of those things together the mystic and the futuristic in one i guess narrative that's awesome that's out of this world and think about just the opening itself you know mm-hmm. you're automatically sucked right into this freaking story because you see one ship slowly flying away and then you just see this colossal ship shooting this other one you know that is just an awesome opening and you just get wrapped in it so fast like you were saying cammy with mean, the aesthetic sure. you know mm-hmm. that aesthetic is just out of this world okay sorry i've been talking okay. too Wait, much can i yeah, talk about something real fast yeah so i was watching i've been rewatching the sequel uh force awakens and the last jedi in preparation of rise of skywalker and i noticed that i don't know why i never like just distinctly noticed it before but all the transitions between the scenes are true to the original, like where it's like the circle fade or the swipe or something like that. Yeah. The old trans, old timey transitions, they kept those in the new ones. They didn't have to because that's dumb and that's eighties stuff, and they just kept it. You know what? Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, I, think awesome I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. It. Yeah. I also love that they're reusing so much old stuff from the movies. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like whenever because we saw was, Rogue One, yeah, you get to see characters and people that were in uh, the rest of the movies mm-hmm. still in it and that was out of this yeah world. and that was awesome. also one of the critiques of the prequel trilogy because the um, computer graphics weren't quite as developed so they didn't yeah. have the same feel as the practical effects that they used in the original trilogy exactly. yeah. so then they brought that back for the sequel trilogy they're using more practical effects and it looks yeah. Yeah. way better even though Technology has progressed to the point where they could use CGI if they wanted to. Yeah, and the CGI would be excellent. Mm -hmm. That's like my big complaint with the prequels is that they use the CGI is just like off. I feel like it's an amazing story and it fits into the what. Well, my thing is, is I do think that yes, the CGI did kind of take away from that aesthetic, Mm -hmm. but seeing because there was no way because think about in episode three, Revenge of the Sith, whenever there's the battle between Yoda and Palpatine, yeah, Mm -hmm. that would have been impossible, and that was one of the best fights I have ever seen. I liked it more than Anakin versus Obi Wan because you get to see these two powerhouses, you get to see these two (laughs) out of this world Jedi and Force users just Mm -hmm. go at it. talk about um the writing and because um Mm. one of the really unique well and it's not actually unique is the interesting thing is that the star wars saga fits the hero's journey model perfectly it does and it's like a modern day myth like you can kind of call it that so the hero's journey if you guys don't know what that is it's a model for like mythology and like basically like a pattern that all myths from across different cultures follow. And it starts with a hero who's going throughout, they're not a hero yet, they're just going throughout their ordinary life. There's some sort of call to action. They meet a mentor, the mentor guides them on their journey. I didn't know this was Mr. Greenwood's English class. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I the hero's journey is very interesting because like it f- touches so many people's hearts and a lot of people can relate to it even if, and I don't know, uh, it's, something that George Lucas followed when he was writing the story. Yeah, he did follow it to a T. And uh, it's a great 
way to teach the hero's journey because everybody knows Star Wars. Yeah, of course. You know, one thing that I'm never going to forget is the scene at the end of episode six where we see Darth Vader come back yeah. to being a good guy. I remember I was sitting inside they of... They ruined it by bringing the guy from the prequel. <laughs> no, I love him so much, but it doesn't make sense. But, but as I was saying, uh, just seeing that epic conclusion of not only did they truly you know, defeat the evil, uh-huh. but uh, they truly defeated the evil within Darth Vader and brought back Anakin Skywalker. Yes. yes. And uh, yes. the bad guy was able to go and defeat the evil with his son, you know? Like, they were able to go and defeat the Emperor and, you know, yeet him off the Death Star. <laughs> so, am I, do I have permission to bring up a controversial topic? You know, go ahead. I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's that's go ahead. Time. Yeah. So if you're okay with that and everyone's okay with that, what's wrong with Ben Solo Redemption? Okay. Everything. I have a couple of reasons about that, and I was thinking about that, actually. The reason being is because it's already been done. We got to see that happen with Darth Vader, and yes, it was great. But they're copying a lot of formats from this old, from the old films because yeah. it was like, oh, we got to destroy the Death Star. We got to destroy the planet Death Star. Oh, okay. I'm going to go and train and we're gonna try and escape yeah. and go and do some other thing oh or i'm gonna go and train with some guy and i gotta go and it's a lot of repeats there is a lot of repeats and that i don't quite care for i want some i want something unique i want to see something happen that really focuses more on i guess the higher powers as well because i talked about this with you recently but in the clone wars we get to learn about i guess the deities or the gods of their world. We get to learn about the dark side and the light side and then the force. I want to see a conclusion with that because in canon, we never see this happen. That is thrown off balance. Mm-hmm. And I think that needs to be fixed. In my theory, I have theories about this because if you look in the trailer, you get to see Leia hugging Rey in this like angelic looking place. Mm-hmm. And here are my thoughts. I think that because Darth Vader does become a force ghost you know at the end of episode six i think yes he's become one with the force and now he just realized that the force is the force and that's it i think that he will have his rightful chosen place as just being like the deity of the force because he is the chosen one right i think that leia and or luke will become the light or i guess the deity of the light and I think that Kylo should become the deity of the evil because hold on, now, I know that makes you upset. No, no, no. no, no, no. Not like upset. But why is it, why does that exclude redemption? Okay, is my question. I, here's here's where I was gonna get to. Because that. the dark side of the Force isn't necessarily evil. Unless I it's agree. Like Sith, I agree know? because the thing with the thing with me that I kind of my philosophy on things is I think. The dark side of the force is an evil. Yeah. I think it is, in a way, a carnal. A carnal. I think that's a word. Yeah, that's a, good a word like for a it. carnal freedom. Yeah. You know, that's what I think it is, mm-hmm. and I don't like Emperor Palpatine's version of the dark side of the force. I. Palpatine just kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's awful. You, there's a lot that went on in his childhood that doesn't add up to why he's just such a messed up person, and hopefully. We can put like some links in the description uh, to like have some people watch some videos on Palpatine's yeah. childhood sure. that really shows more of like why he is the way that he is. But I think 
that the dark side itself is a just carnal and like raged out freedom. And I think that it's kind of like in all evil there is good and all good there is evil. Yeah. I think within the Jedi Order, and we saw this in episode three, whenever uh, Anakin was having a lot of struggles with the Jedi Order and with Mace Windu being like, there needs to be control and control is what it is and that's it. I think that the light is control. The light is things need to be in order and need to be calm. And I think the dark side is chaos. And I do think that with chaos does come evil. But I do think with control also comes evil. Because with the Empire, we get to see nothing but control. And yes, that is the dark side. But it's carnal freedom with these rulers doing whatever they want. Whatever they see fit, seeking power. That's the chaos. Now, would I like to see a redemption arc? I would but i also wouldn't because i'd like to see something happen with somebody just embracing what they are for being what they are and i think kylo ren is an awful person and i still think now hold on <laughs> darth vader is an awful person too and anakin skywalker is but an awful person yeah and that might happen and i wouldn't be surprised if that happened but think about it anakin killed like children he's like i didn't just kill the women i killed no i didn't just kill the men i killed the women so and i the don't children. understand why people say uh Kaloran's a terrible person and like praise anakin like i know yeah. we just i don't anakin. think anakin is a good person exactly anakin's an awful person mm -hmm. but, but i think they're they're both at least in my eyes lovable villains you know mm. like so, okay. I like what you said about them becoming the Force deities. I do think that's a little bit... Might possibly be too deep for a yeah. general audience, so they might not actually do that. I'd so really like to see it, though. Yeah, but... It'd be pretty cash money, because, Chris, you've seen Clone Wars, correct? Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That was thrown off balance in one of those episodes, you know? Yeah, but... The thing is that no one, not everyone's seen, not, yeah, everyone's not everyone's seen, seen it, Wars, so they'd be so, very confused. Yeah, it's I a little too confused. deep for just a general solution. Audience. We should all watch Clone Wars. <laughs> Good idea, Steve. <laughs> so should we put the entire so series Plus. of Let's Clone go. Wars as a pre-screen before? The rise <laughs> of the like the like the Pixar shorts, but like it's the entire Clone Wars series mm -hmm. in the theater, and I then mean, the Rise of Skywalker. I and mean, they're like, I'm oh great! Now since you know about some things that we're going to include. Here's the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> so here's what we can all agree on. The title is called The Rise of Skywalker. The story Agreed. centers on the Skywalker family. Yes. And therefore, a conclusion like that would be a, like, fulfilling conclusion for the Skywalker saga. And Ben Solo is a part of that Skywalker family, and that's what would earn him his place Redemption. as that deity of the dark side. Mm-hmm. But the dark side is not necessarily evil, and therefore he can still have a sort redemption. of redemption in order to maintain it, to like earn that place. Yeah. I think that in order to have that um, honor bestowed upon him, uh, he needs to have a better understanding of the Force in the first place. Because right now he is acting a little bit childish, but I think that redemption <laughs> a little bit childish in the first in the first part of the new saga we see him rage out and start cutting things up yep. everyone's seen the video with but he's a music symbol of that chaos like Can you we were have, saying like, clones just like true, with gu true. gunships so just... i think hmm. 
I think that redemption his army just should be there because um it was there for Anakin and I think that's a good theme and a good message that redemption is available for you no matter what you've done like even if you're the worst of the worst there's still a chance if you are willing to accept it okay I agree I just want bed to <laughs> you know I the thing is though is Kylo I, like ben? I, said, I get kind of <laughs> I get kind of tired of the redemption arc I mm-hmm. want the yes. embrace yeah. What's yes. going on? Well, and there's certainly, like you've said, it, they're copying the originals. There's this uh, pattern that they're following because they know the pattern works because it's the hero's journey. And so, and the hero's journey always works because it's worked since the beginning of time. And so they're following that. But yeah. they're also following and copying the original trilogy because there's this cycle going on in the Skywalker line. Not it necessarily makes sense because for him to be redeemed. But let's do, let's talk about one other thing that leads me to believe that they might do something different. That okay. not, they won't copy that. We get to see the big bad guy, the Emperor, get killed at the end of Episode Six. Yes. With this one, we see the big bad guy get killed at the end of what is Episode Eight now? Yes. Yeah. Episode Eight. But mm-hmm. Palpatine's coming back. Yes, we think. I don't know. And there's not enough of Snoke to have him be like considered a big bad guy. We, just, we just know nothing who, about him. Was, who is Snoke? And they, there was no, there was no emotional attachment to him being killed there. Like it was just like, okay, he's okay. dead. Yeah. And then there I was just, Chunky. I hate that we literally know nothing about Snoke. Like I'm not saying that because like he's a likable character or anything. Because he's not. We just know absolutely nothing. So about him. So he doesn't him. really fit into the pattern at all. Yeah. So that is where my confusion comes in. That leads me to they're not going to follow that mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be very surprised if I saw like a flip flop sort of thing go on yeah. where he just show up and be like oh, I am the deity of the dark side now it would be interesting it would be and it would wait be... wait no wait, wait. <laughs> well, that, go back. That, that makes sense it, it kind of does because that makes sense. no no that makes sense because like but they wouldn't do that to a general audience for you guys that makes perfect sense because you guys are Kylo Ren fangirls, <laughs> but, but listen, listen, they listen. wouldn't do that. They, they would not do thinking, that. I'm thinking about so like what I've seen so far and like because yes, in the in the in the trailer we get to see Ray do a bunch of edgy stuff. Yeah, yeah. she but has the red lightsaber. She looks all spooky, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with that lightsaber, which yeah, like comes out. Yeah, lightsaber. Yeah, that's <laughs> lightsaber. cool, and I love that. That's uh-huh. great. But okay, now let's say, let's just say we do pursue that path, right? And that's what ends up happening because mm-hmm. I have a theory. Now, like I said, I think that the someone needs to be the god of the force and understand that someone needs to be the gray Jedi or not even the gray Jedi, just a gray middle ground. Mm-hmm. And I think if um, if and I guess the ghost of Anakin Skywalker doesn't become that, then she will become that. Because look at her. She's been pure Jedi and been pure good. And now she's doing all this edgy stuff. Mm-hmm. She might be the deity of just the Force. Or mm-hmm. she might do my biggest dream. My biggest dream, guys. My biggest dream. Let's talk about something real quick. Oh, no. Getting rid of the Jedi Order. Because I hate the Jedi yes, Order. Yes, Guns only, let's get it. Actually, you know, this is kind of a side, this is kind of a side tangent. No more laser swords, just blast them down. This is kind of a side tangent, but based off of like hating the Jedi Order, because they kind of suck. Um, 
Why was everyone mad at Luke for realizing that? And they're like, oh, they no, They shouldn't Luke have been. That was... Like, yeah, the Jedi. Right. It's like, no, Luke was kind of right. Luke has become a very wise person. Yeah, he's not against the Force. He's against the Jedi. And as the, y'all should yes. be. And Qui-Gon Jinn saw this. And Yoda saw it. And uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi saw it. Mm-hmm. Because we see in episode Anakin's three... Got, Anakin saw it too, but he took yeah. it a little too far. Yeah, Anakin yeah. saw it, but chose the wrong way. He did. He just didn't understand because... I don't think there should be a good in the bad. There's just the force. It's yeah. just kind of like what that's everything... what Luke said in the re- Last Jedi, and everyone got super upset. They're like, "Oh, that's not Luke's guy." It's like, buddy, he's being smart about this. Yeah. He is. Now, don't get me wrong, okay? If there needs to be a balance in the force, and there needs to be good, evil, and gray, then yes, that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. There needs to be Sith. There needs to be Jedi. Yeah. That's just how it's always going to be. And if that is just how the universe balances itself out, great. Yeah. You know, but if they don't need that, and we can just disband those orders, mm-hmm. and it was just the force is the force, and you can be on a spectrum of good and evil of the force, mm-hmm. and we don't care. That's great. That's how I honestly really hope they end it, because that would actually end the cycle and make it feel kind of fulfilling, and it, we wouldn't have to bring in the deities and everything, because that's a little too much for yeah. a general audience, but it would True. still be enough for everyone to understand, just be like, okay. The saga has come to an end. The cycle is ending. We and don't then, have this split of bad and good. We have just force. I agree. That would bring balance to the force because it wouldn't be, you know. Yeah, these that two. would make so much sense because that would, could be why they introduced that Luke's point of view of it's just yeah, force. yeah. Because maybe they'll that, try. We kind to of do have that. foreshadow that, you know. Yes. Maybe they'll try and do that. We'll get to see that happen. And mm-hmm. We'll see that big struggle with it. That's mm-hmm. why I didn't want... Because some people were like, oh, Rey should have joined Kylo. No, I don't agree with that. I think, I like think I said... I don't joined him, but Redemption... But they could have worked together. Yes. They could have, but the thing was that they would have still, still like killed so many like innocent people and stuff, mm-hmm. too. I'm not very hip with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... Mm. balancing the force can we kind of talk about how not even in a romantic way maybe in a romantic way yes. because no. we're in <laughs> ship we are Raylo shippers but in this household even if you're not a Raylo shipper <laughs> <laughs> even if you're not a Raylo shipper i am not a Raylo shipper we are i Raylo is bogus enough <laughs> i love you chris <laughs> but even if you're not a Raylo shipper Ray and Kylo Ren are like yin, yin, yin and yang, and they balance each other and complement each other. So if they were both to like finally see it from Luke's point of view that it's just the Force, it kind of make things work out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with where you're coming from because if we look at it, and this is even if we bring up some old Republic stuff, mm-hmm. because in the old Republic we get to see the a Sith Republic. order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get to see a Sith <laughs> yeah. order and a Jedi order, and that was super cool. Yeah. We got to see a lot of like really amazing characters in this. Yeah, like. But if you have two giant entities with bunches of people yeah. killing each other, yeah. there's going to be controversy. But exactly. if you have two people come to an understanding, and it's just these two people, uh-huh. and they're these only two people. 
people, then you have some potential. Yeah. You know? Well, and look at it this way. Ray is so, like, this is the light side. This is the good side. I have to be a good person. I have to be a hero. But she also fights with untrained passion. She fights with just darkness inside Ultimate chaos. And that's why Ben recognized the darkness inside her. Yeah. Ben, on the other hand, is, you know, I'm a... Sith Lord, I want to be like Anakin. I have to like have all this power. But when well, Anakin, he fights, he is composed like a Jedi. He is, and I—that's a great point you just brought up. And that slap them back. together, and they're great Jedi. Yeah, exactly. you have a very good point. That's you know, I—I I think that's a very good conclusion. I yeah. think that is a very very good conclusion because. I think that that is roughly what might happen. Mm-hmm. If not, I think they're just going to repeat the cycle yeah. of I'm having exactly. a redemption arc. <laughs> it's not necessarily going to be a redemption where he comes to the light and is like, I'm sorry for all the bad, horrible things I did. I'm sorry for killing the men <laughs> and the women and children. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to be Rey abandoning the resistance and everything she's loved and worked for and turning dark. At Instead... Luke. They're gonna meet in the middle and realize the hey, force is the force. Yeah. Okay. Let's only use blasters. They're, it's <laughs> or you this can be is Chris. My religion. <laughs> Weapons are my, my religion. religion. <laughs> like, the Sith, the Jedi, let it all die. <laughs> Ray, I want you to join me. <laughs> Obi Wan, so uncivilized. <laughs> Weapons are my religion. I don't know. <laughs> I think personally, religion. if I was on a spectrum from Jedi to Sith Lord, same thing with like what I was talking about in the last episode, I would be somewhere close-ish uh, to Jedi. The, one of the biggest mm-hmm. reasons that I despise the Jedi Order is because you cannot do basic human things. Yeah. You cannot start a family. You cannot have like... Do you want to know what the Jedi Order encourages like freaking kids like Steven to do? Hmm. Guess what they encourage? They encourage meditation. Isn't that disgusting? <laughs> Do you meditate, Steven? Maybe. <laughs> Steven's a weird kid. Steven's weird. But me as a kid, I wanted to be out hanging out with my buddies. I yeah. wanted to go and like do all sorts of cool stuff. But you need like, to be able to like build like, your social skills in a weird way. They're like That's, soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that ticks me off the most is it's the most oh, between soldiers. It's a weird mix between soldiers and monks. It is. And I wouldn't want to be a Jedi ever. If anything, I would just want to be a force user. Mm -hmm. And I would tap into the dark side at some point. Mm -hmm. I would. There's so many Yeah. There's so many cool force abilities. Like a lot of Sith Lords. Force choke. Yeah, force choke's cool. No, but a lot of Jedi not Jedi, a lot of Jedi can't do a lot of the stuff that Sith can. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many cool Sith abilities. That Jedi are not allowed to use because it's a dark ability and it takes mm-hmm. so much rage and so much power that they don't want Jedi using, and that ticks me off. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> yeah, like one that they even frowned upon a little bit in some of the comics was that fracture one I was telling you about yeah. that Mace Windu used. He used it on something that wasn't even like a person. He used uh-huh. it on a literal wall, uh-huh. and they were like, "This is a dangerous technique. Don't use this technique because you could tap into the dark side uh-huh. with it because it's an offensive." Technique. That's dumb. If you're going to be like a successful person in the galaxy, you're going to need some sort of good offense, and the Sith yeah. are great at that, you know? Uh-huh. And all you can do as a Jedi is, ah, yes, force push, yeah. force pull, yeah. force lift, you, yeah. force lift yeah. into a Sarlacc pit. <laughs> good job. <laughs> <laughs>
So I think it's eight forty-seven. I know, but we're almost done with this episode. Let's kind of just finish up with why we would all be if we were force users. If I was force user, wait, why am I starting? I don't want to start. Okay, if you don't, I'll go. Okay, so if I would be a force user, I would be a gray Jedi as well. But I would definitely lean heavily more towards the Sith. Um, I'm not particularly full of rage. I I definitely don't hold grudges. I don't know, man. So. I'd be a straight-up Sith Lord. <laughs> yeah, you would. I mean, I realize, you would. Listen, listen, I'm just thinking about this. I'd be a straight-up Sith Lord. Uh-huh. Cammy, this is not okay. <laughs> Should we just, call someone? She just won't kill people. No, it's I fine. I won't kill people. I won't be evil, but... But, like, as a Force wielder, like, you would be a Sith Lord. As a Force wielder, I would legit be a Sith Lord. I yeah. see it. Force user. I would be a Grey Jedi, but definitely lean more towards Sith. I don't think I have enough rage Basically, to, like, we're all chaos. evil. Yeah. <laughs> but... I... I do believe, like, the Sith code is, like, pretty cool. Because, like, like we said, there's a lot of things wrong with the Jedi Order and everything. Yeah, but there's obviously but a lot the of things Sith, wrong with the Sith. There is a lot of things wrong with the Sith, too. Yeah. But they believe that if you work hard, you should be able to, like, increase your power and ascend your rank. Isn't that the American way? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, my gosh. I loved what you just said. <laughs> because if that's not God-given American Capitalism. <laughs> I don't know what is. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> but I mean, if that's the way, then that's the way. I mean, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Okay, go ahead, Steven. So if I was a force user, I would probably just use everything I can to just kill the Sith, and then I would hang out with my fellas at most likely canteen. You're a good boy. (laughs) I'm your sister. Yeah. All the Sith, I would just. You kill the Sith, you kill your sister. Boom, you're a Sith now. You killed, though, so you're just as bad as a Sith. Yeah, what's your law? Not according to Mace Windu. Except, except, no, I'm gonna turn into a bounty hunter. Ah. Mandalorian? Chris, what would you be? I wouldn't be uh, anything. I just. You just have guns. I'd be a I but but I would <laughs> want redneck but for I us. would want a lightsaber like a fractured kyber crystal. Oh, I like Finn. to make a little dagger. Finn's used to a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, just, like just, just yeah. in case, like you know, use the special duct tape, tape it onto a blaster, just pew 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 pew. You guy charges at me. Yeah. You're. I love the energy you're sending. And I appreciate it. And I would just find some random Mandalorian armor and just, just put it on. People. I'm hip with that. No, I'd probably paint go. a big grin on it and camo it. Okay, I'd Joker, settle go. down. Let me tell you what I would be. I definitely wouldn't be a great Jedi because I wouldn't be neutral about certain things. I'm very passionate about certain things. And if you're going out and taking what you want without using democracy and basic you know, forms of trade, and you're just taking what you want, how you want, and you know, just really picking on the little guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to stand up. Like Cammy, we'd probably get in some disputes. I wouldn't kill you, you know, I wouldn't kill you. No, I wouldn't kill you either. But I still, I know you better watch your back too. I'd be like, Cammy, don't you go and force choke that man because he messed up your latte. And you'd be like, John, get out of Starbucks. You got banned here two weeks ago. And I'd be like, shut up, Cammy. <laughs> be like, next thing you know, the whole place is on fire. Yeah. Sipping but on like, your mango dragon fruit. I'm literally, that's like my crack. I'm addicted to that stuff. But if anything on the spectrum. From Jedi to Sith, 
Jedi being one, I would be a 3.8 because I wouldn't want to be so far to gray. I want to be huh. close enough to gray where I could go and tap into the dark side of the force and use it in combat. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't want to be like so edgy to just be like, I'm going to crush you under my boot and murder everyone. Hey, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I also would not play fair. I would never play mm-hmm. fair. Like, Cammy, if me and you had, like, lightsabers like this, I would oh, pull out a blast gear and shoot you in the stomach seven times. Unless I shoot first, so... Whoa, settle down, girl. That's why you whip out another uh, machine you know, gun right here. Just I think... I'm going to bed. Yeah, I think that's a good place to end the episode, and we will back be back in the next episode with our review of the new Star Wars movie. Oh, I'll have to see it after you guys then. Yeah. I hope the Alamo has it. I'll have to see it at the Alamo. Alright. Well, see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Hawken Headlines Podcast, created by E.D. Hawkins and John Bradford. See you next time.